Now I can't hear you. Good. What? Really? It's all cut. Yeah, on, just it? I said Jim Reeves, and then it, it literally there wasn't even like background noise. It was like Skype's like, really a deal, a Jim Reeves reference. <laughs> just all died. Yeah. <laughs> okay. nice. Right. Are you both ready? The podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Benoda, and this week, once again, I'm joined by Adol Kerji. Hello. And Lucy Yeward. Hello again. Are you good, Lucy? I'm very good. Excellent. Are you good, Adol? Si. Good, good. It feels like it hasn't been that long since we did this last. Probably because the episode's only just come out just before the weekend. And we're recording sort of towards the end of the weekend. So it kind of feels like we're right in your ears all oh, the time. Have you listened to it? Uh, no. So there's no basis to this claim you've made. The beers this week. <laughs> 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 the beers this week. Um, Adel and I are sharing um, two beers. We've got two of the same. Lucy has two different beers. Um, we are going to kick off Adel and I with a new brewery, which we haven't had on the podcast before, Verdant Brewing Company. They are down in Cornwall, somewhere, Falmouth. And we have the I Played Trumpet on that tune, IPA, 6.5%. Not much flavour text with Verdant. Yeah, but there's some. Well, you're not going to read it? I thought I thought I'd allow you to, um, as you'd pick the can up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you say that, but you ha- were literally holding the can before I picked mine up. So, <laughs> again, your clay. So this is the problem with talking to Adele after he's marked undergraduate papers all week, is that it's like your claim doesn't support it. Support your claim, sir. Um, Mango's in your face. A juicy fruit bomb. Can you hear me? No. Come closer. Mango's in your face. <laughs> It's, and in your ears. It's in caps and has an um, exclamation point, so it seemed appropriate. The hops are citrus, yeah. centennial, and chinook. The malts are golden promise, extra pale, wheat, and our friend from last week, the caramalt. Um, nice. And the yeast nice. is US05, which I don't profess to know anything about yeasts. Let's take this nose in. Lucy, what are you drinking first? Uh, first, I am going to drink a beer called Numero Uno. Um, it is a lager beer brewed with agave nectar and with lime zest added and that is from flying dog brewery oh okay yeah yeah this is one i saw in a a local tesco and now it's stocking a bit few more beers so i've never tried it before um thought i'd test it out it's probably going to taste like desperado i imagine so Mm. um yeah crack this one open um, I've had a, I think it's a Snake Dog IPA from those yeah, guys before, yeah. and that's that was pleasant enough. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was, I'd say they're probably in the middle of a range. Um, yeah, brewery. yeah. Not, not, you know, not the best, but more, you know, better, probably better than average. But um, but yeah, so 
I haven't had this one before. I haven't really had many of the beers, but the snake bite or whatever the one. Yeah, snake dog or dog snake yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Snake bite's a sort of cheap ass cocktail, isn't it? It's a side ah. of that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What is a snake bite according cheap to you guys? A, a snake bite. Yeah. I think it varies across the UK, but at least when I was uh, working in bars um, in my late teens, um, a snake bite was a pint of cider with a dash of blackcurrant in it, just to give it a... a oh, know, interesting. So it's, um, it, it's like an yeah. apple apple and blackcurrant sort of drink, you know, fizzy, a little bit of alcohol. Um, whereas, I, I don't know whether this was a Navy thing, Weymouth being a port town, um, if you came and you asked for a diesel, mm-hmm. that was a uh, that was a snake bite, so it's a uh, cider, little shot of blackcurrant, but with a double vodka in as well. Wow, that's okay. interesting. But I've, um, I've been to places that have said, oh, I'll have a diesel, and they just mean a snake bite. Yeah. So. so I've been to, um, here in Bristol, a snake bite is definitely lager and cider. Yeah, from, from lager I've and cider. Oh, maybe a snake bite was lager and cider. Yeah. Half, half a lager, half a cider, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, and then I think the yeah, blackcurrant is optional. But um, the uh, snake bite in... The Canada is lager and traditionally Guinness. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what it is up here. I mean, it could be something completely different. It could be any one of those combinations, but I just knew it was something I never wanted to try. <laughs> it, was always the, um, it was always the cheapest of the, uh, yeah. the ciders or the lagers as well, wasn't it? Mm. You don't oh, have yeah. a, premium, uh, a premium beer and mix it with a load of other stuff. Always the cheapest possible. Um, yeah. Right, the beers that we're drinking have. Uh, have you had a chance to nose yours, Lucy? How's that going? Yeah, it smells like desperado. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought so. Yeah, you're getting a bit of yeah, yeah, you're getting the citrus and lime off the um, and a hint of nose. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I wish there was a hint of here in all the beers. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, he um, just comes into your room as soon as you crack the can. I think it's just saying he comes into the beer. Oh, you always dear. have to take it a peg down, don't you, dear? Yes. This was a highbrow conversation. Before. It was. Yeah. We were doing uh, so well. Uh, I had to make my presence known and felt. You did. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us the nose that you're getting from the uh, from the verdant? So. Um, again, as I poured, I got this huge hit of the mango that they clearly say is in your face yeah um but what i like is that it it's clearly the prevalent um nose prevalent smell in the nose but it's not actually like like overwhelming um mm. in fact i i'd say it's definitely the most the biggest part of the nose like i said but it's it's not it, that's the in your face part rather than oh my god this just smells like fruit i can barely put my nose close to it which is exactly what i want from a strong nose is like when it's, it's not oh, like assaulting the senses but like yes. just a very sturdy um note would you mm. agree with that ben i would agree with that yeah yeah i'm getting a little bit of um almost a little extra sweetness as well which is maybe something just on top of the mango you know now that you've said caramel is that in my mind that that's sort mm. of pushing through not that the it's kind of come through a huge amount in the nose over the top of the the hops, but there is just an extra little bit of sweetness in the nose. In the taste, it's it's very nice. 
Yes, it's very it's smooth. It's not in your face at all. It's, yeah, exactly. It's really smooth. I'm getting a little bit of the mango. It's 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 just not, it, you know, the beer on the back does shout at you. It tells you that mangoes are in your face. But when you drink it, it's a little bit subdued, perhaps. There's a little bit more going on in the flavor than the nose lets on. Yeah, you can definitely um, taste the, the, I think the mosaic and the citra hops definitely are there. Yes. I'm starting yeah, to develop bitterness. a taste for those, yeah. And that bitterness is a nice complement to the mango. Mm. Um, again, the mango is still more very prevalent, but I think it's well balanced off by the bitterness of the hops. So again, it's not like a one-note taste. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also very drinkable. Um, it's, it's really easy. It was very sunny earlier today, and this is exactly the beer I would want to, at least on first taste, um, reach for on a sunny day. Yeah, The springtime. How about you, Lucy? Um, it's a bit hard not to compare this to Desperado because, you know, in terms of the zestiness and the lime, lime in the, um, the nose, uh, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a shame because I think where Desperado has that that tequila behind it just to give it that extra punch, this this doesn't necessarily have that. Mm. Um, it tastes a bit flat. There's not, there's not mm. much hops to it. It's um, it sort of tastes like a ginger beer. It doesn't taste alcoholic at all. It's it's four point nine percent, but it tastes like a ginger beer. In fact, in fact, that punch of the ginger as well. So it's <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's like it's like drinking schlur. Oh, <laughs> it's no. like, but not in a bad way. But it's got that nice. It's got a nice flavour to it. The the lime's quite subdued, but you're still getting a hint of it and. It tastes nice, but it hasn't got that X factor. It hasn't got that that punch that a ginger beer or a desperado would give yeah, you. It's, the tequila, it's yeah, it's it's pleasant. Yeah, it's pleasant. I think that's the best word to describe it. It's like you could just drink this at a picnic outside and just <laughs> maybe not get in your car after a few, but <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you, you, you wouldn't. It's something that goes down very easily. It's very it's very mm. smooth. You know, it's it's not. It's not fizzy, it's not hoppy or anything like that. It's very smooth, it's very pleasant to drink, as you say. Good, good. Uh, well, it's, you know, sometimes we win, sometimes we just have pleasant beers. Mm. So enjoy that, however. Yeah, yeah. Jump, well. jump into games. Um, Adol, I think we started with Lucy last week, so I'm going to come to you, sir. Oh, dear. What have you been playing this week? Uh, not a lot, because it was uh, the aforementioned marking, marking yeah. Mm. Um I've I touched a little of um, Ghost Recon Tom Clancy's TM Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, yeah, and, and and it's still fun. Um, I'm enjoying the the I, I've just gone exploring a little and just sort of picking a province and just sort of not really trying to complete it, just sort of exploring it. And when I'm close to an objective, um, you know, going for it. Again, I'm playing. I haven't turned the difficulty down. Um, like I right. said, I turned it up when I was replaying the uh, original uh, province that I had played twice through already, um, and uh, I'm liking it. It's it's it it's noticeably more difficult. Um, I am getting a sense uh, the AI, at least at this difficulty level, is 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 much more ruthless. But I can't tell if that's just stronger guns or like I just haven't yeah. played enough to know whether it's just simple numbers game inflation, or whether they're you know doing smarter tactics. 
just because I haven't, you know, I, I haven't been doing very much tactical play because it, I've got the dumbass AI, so it's it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and besides that, uh, I've played the odd night of Battlefield 1 with Ben Nother. Yes, we have been playing a little bit of Battlefield 1. Um, oh, and Adam Thomas, to, actually. He joined us last night. Oh, he did join us. He joined us last night. Um, to jump back into Wildlands, you're going to a slightly different province than the starting one or have experienced a couple of provinces. Are you finding that it's like classic MMO that each province is higher, like the division, say, that each province is higher in level, that you need to be more powerful to go to these? Or is it much more free roaming than that? Uh, so far, it feels much more free roaming, or at least I haven't I haven't found like super yes. di- difficult things. Um, mm. One of the close by provinces to the start has a um, a casino, which you you have to basically fuck up as your mission. Like you can kill all the bad guys; they don't care. You they you just have to break every VLT, every poker table. That's when the mission gets accomplished because you're putting pressure on some dude. I don't know. I didn't actually pay attention to the flavor text, yeah. Um, yeah. which is strange for me. But again, it's a, it's such a mindless game that i don't really care um i also got into a bad habit because i had read the flavor text and observed it twice before in the previous um province so i need to i'd like to see how how good that writing is but it it didn't really matter and again it's not the game i play for huge gorgeous narrative arcs um but yeah it was so far there's variety and um uh, i'm using boats a lot more because it's it's way more convenient and it's easier to find one than, than a helicopter because, of course, I haven't established bases in these new um, new provinces. So I don't just I can't just be like fast travel to this place with a helicopter and then just spin yeah. around. Mm. So um, so that's that's pretty fun. Um, I got the award for killing a sniper with a pistol, um, which would be really admirable. Except I literally just crept up a tower and shot him in the back of the head, which I don't <laughs> think is quite what that achievement is supposed to be. Um, but uh, yeah, no, and that was literally you know um, minutes before we uh, started potting today. So what yes, I am looking yes. super forward to, and I was saving until this weekend, but then I had just other bits and pieces to to deal with. Is um, Ben handed off his copy of Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. so I plan to yes. get killed by robot dinosaurs. Good, be better than getting killed just by normal humans. Or normal oh, yeah. dinosaurs. Miles better. Well, yes, like, yeah. those two. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. With um, with Wildlands, just to, to come back to it, have you experienced much variety in the different provinces? You know, when I played the beta, it was a mountain with a forest on, and you went down to the valley, which had a river in, and some, you know, something that boats could, wide enough that boats could go on and stuff. But that was kind of it. Has it is it done any more, or is it just more mountains and forests and rivers? So the the province I was on, yeah, like I said, it was it was much more uh, aquatic. So it was, it was more like islands, um, small okay. islands in in the middle of this river uh, area. So that was that was sufficiently different because of course you just had small structures on the island versus like the closest I think you got was the 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 big government base in the opening province, which was like super fortified, but the best approach Mm. was via the river. But then you were doing standard tactics after that. Well, this was very much, uh, at one point I just picked some people off and then realized that there was the majority of them were on the opposite shore. So I just went back to the boat and circled around and picked them off when they weren't expecting me to attack from there. So I sort of did a water flanking 
and I could do that really quickly because yeah. it was an island and I had my my trusty little what is that or the four banger I don't remember what they called those boats two stroke engine that's what it is yeah don't need a catalytic converter on a two stroke yeah. engine so it, it it jumps past all the silly eco things Oh, good. Didn't know that. Are there any salt flats? Uh, not that I've seen, but I haven't even, like, there's also, like, deep in the mountains, like, wintry conditions as well that yeah. I haven't seen. So I'm really looking forward to that, but I'm also, I sort of haven't really been playing much because I know people who have been playing, and I kind of want to yeah. catch them online, like Dave. Mm. Yeah. Out of live. Yes. This is Dave. What, um, yeah. what I've heard is that it's a big game. Does that world feel... Alive? Does it feel populated, or is it just a lot of dense space with not much to do, and it's more about going in a helicopter, going in a boat, just to get to the next mission object? Uh, it's it's a little like that. I mean, mm. uh, you you constantly find new little towns or buildings and stuff, and there are people, and you aren't immediately sure if they're friend or foe. Um, but you mm. know, like either your binoculars, your sniper scope, or your little buzzing drone will tell you if like it'll they'll do the marking of this is a bad guy, um, but. I think they've done a good job of of mm. populating it with with civilians. The problem is the civilians are just mark out pretty much dead areas for you. Like there's no interaction yeah. with them, right? Yeah. So yeah. although it doesn't feel empty, after a while you're gonna just get used to NPCs walking about and being afraid of your gun if it's not holstered. Um, yeah. So it feels like just more outposts with civilians just. Yeah. Put in between and nothing like emergent gameplay or anything like that. No, not quite, no. Um, Yeah. So it's good for exploring because you do have that sort of tension of, I know there's buildings up ahead, but I don't know what they are. But Mm. um, that doesn't last long. Plus, if you have the full HUD up, then as soon as you sort of engage with enough people in a province, it unlocks all the things and put icons everywhere so you know exactly what you're walking into, right? So Mm. that I, 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 I mean... I haven't yet looked into the UI, but I'd like to try and play the game the way I play the division, which is basically with all the HUD as minimal as possible. Yeah, yeah that's what I did in Horizon. Just yeah. turned it onto dynamic. That was the first thing I did in that game. Mm. Just like the less HUD, the better. What 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 Wildland sounds like to me is like a less crazy Just Cause. Oh no, it's got nothing on Just Cause. <laughs> so I mean, the, it's got a bigger map, but. The less craziness that you're referring to is is like saying, uh, "Not just cause, just cause," because the whole point of just cause is the st- stupid shit you get up to, yeah. right? Um, in terms of its setting and yeah, I don't know, just so like the things in between, it's not just cause yeah. two um, had a smaller map than just cause three, but it felt way more alive because there was yeah. a bunch of shit to do, and just fucking about was tons of fun. And well, there's more tools to fuck about there. Fuck a butt. Oh dear. Fuck about in. Um, <laughs> Freud wasn't right. Uh, well, maybe he was. Um, so uh, in Just Cause 3, you have way more fun tools, but the world is bigger, yeah. but it still it feels less. It, 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 Wildlands is very much like the lo- size of Just Cause 3, in that, like, there's. It's a big map, but more, it seems, for the sake of a big map. And so you're. Mm. You might have more yeah. fun things to do, but there's a lot of downtime in exploring, which is, I don't know how much that exploring will keep me going versus yeah. like just picking, instead of like picking a bike or a car and just exploring, I'm just going to get a copter so I can make it the fastest. 
Does it yeah. does it take itself a little bit too seriously? Perhaps is it trying to be a little bit too realistic? Uh, define realistic. I mean, yeah, the the plot and as, stuff. As it's realistic, not, as it's realistic not as a game can be. You know, it's yeah. It, the, it, the sort of dialogue I've heard and oh, bland you as know, balls. just from podcasts and stuff like that is sounds really bad. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds really bad. It's it's, it's not. It's not winning any Pulitzer Prize anytime soon. That's <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I mean, also, it's so... St- I mean, I think we've talked about this before. It's such a contrived idea that because one guy was killed, that mm. you're now going to take down this whole organization, but it's still... the Still the, like, impetus is apparently, well, they killed this one agent. It's like, not that he they're doing this crazy subversive thing in drug trade and blah, 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 but really it's because this guy ordered the kill of your, this lady's friend. Uh, and it's just nonsense, right? And if they were going to try, if they wanted, if the government wanted to take down this entire organization, they wouldn't send four people, three of yeah. which are of very, very low intelligence a lot of the time. But, <laughs> yeah. That's video games. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, I yeah. think they could have done a lot more interesting things with the writing, but it's clearly not a priority. Um, mm. And I, I think they're trying, they try to sort of mimic with the radio and stuff like GTA and it's sort of seriousness, but not really, but it just comes off as kind of boring. And the fact that you have one radio station. Mm. Yeah. It's just like, well, don't bother then. It just it, like no yeah. country has one radio station. But that must be draining out the, uh, the AI talking. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's, it's so I do wish you could turn on friendly fire. I, I honestly wish I could turn them off and just try to like Rambo my way through. I'm sort of annoyed that I can't. Is there no, is there no way to do that? I don't believe so. I, I could be totally wrong, but I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, there's there's nothing you've come across to yeah. turn the, the guys off or tell them to go and stand there and then just leave them. I mean, I guess what you hours. could try and do is... Um, Lock them in a building. Go and stand there. Partner with someone. Sorry? So you could, you could put them in a building and say, stand in that building over there and then lock the door and run away. I don't think you can lock doors, but I, I, I was thinking you could just um, go multiplayer with someone because then all the AI disappears and then you, you just go your separate ways. Yeah, just be in the That's same true. session. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how does that work? If, if I played multiplayer with you and then I went offline... Your your AI it's, people would automatically appear out of nowhere. But in terms of progress, would like if you went online and did a quest, and I hadn't done that quest yet, mm-hmm. would that still pop up in my game and uh, yeah online game or? So if we shared an online session and I had done a thing and you yeah. hadn't, it wouldn't spawn yeah. for me, but I could join you yeah. in doing it. Oh, I see. Um, okay. And I think you, it has a like a like I couldn't just pick it, but I think you I can't remember you could sh- no you can't share it. You just have to follow me and hope. Yeah, you just you just mm-hmm. tag along as such. At least that's what that was like in the beta. I haven't really played much post beta. Yeah, um, yeah. With with other people. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. Um, is it, it so? You you said that you've been waiting for other people to play. Is that kind of how you want to experience it now? Are you kind of done with playing it on a solo session and you're only going to play it now when you know that other people are, are going to be available to join? Um, I don't know if I'm done with solo playing. I mean, I just did it, uh, you know, half an hour ago or whatever. 
Um, but uh, that that's I mean the reason I got this was to play with people. Um, I when I played it with you and uh, Tech Up Fan, friend of the show Bob Thron, it was really fun. Right, that that was way more enjoyable than just playing it by myself. And if I wanted to play a first person shooter by myself, I have better options. Yes. Yeah. There's... So uh, yeah, the whole point of me getting this game was because I wanted to play it with other people. I suppose I could try and dip into the crazy Xbox Live open season non-people-I-know mm. world, but I haven't just—I haven't gotten that desperate, I guess. It seems dangerous. Yeah. seems like a dangerous option. Something that maybe you should properly think about <laughs> and seriously consider before you, um, before you attempt to engage with those riffraff. <laughs> um, let's move on Lucy I know just before we start recording you said you've been playing loads of games yes I stopped feeling guilty about not getting around to Horizon although I did play probably about six hours of that on Friday Yeah. so I am chipping away at that slowly but um, yeah I've, I finished Luma we, we spoke about that on the mm-hmm. la- last podcast um it's all right. Um, it got a bit annoying towards the end because turns out seeing something from an isometric view isn't great for platforming, um, <laughs> especially when it gets tricky. But yeah, that was all right. Um, I played a game called Manual Samuel. Oh yeah. Which, uh, um, that came to Xbox. I think it was last year. Um, it was on sale. I think last week or this week. Just picked it up. It was about four pounds or something like that. Mm. It's fun. It's, it's it's about two hours long, so perfect. I don't like long games, I like little short ones. Um, it's basically, have it, either of you played Quop? Yes. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when you have to basically control um, a little stick person um, using different keys on the keyboard, and each key is mapped to a certain body function, like moving your arm, use with the... Uh, Q button or something like that, and W's their leg, etc., etc. It's like Octodad or something like that. It's it's one of those crazy physics games. Um, but yeah, Manual Samuel is basically you control this um this really spoiled brat who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and basically gets run over by a car and goes to hell. Oh, I know this game. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just forgot what it was called. And, it it mm, seems ridiculous yeah. fun. Yeah, the, the humour's, it's really good actually, I mean, you, you could look at it and think, oh, this is, you know, going to be cheesy, etc, etc, it's got a sort of like, cartoon network, Hey Arnold kind of art direction, and but the humour's pretty good actually, it's pretty on point, um, and it, it's about two hours long as I said, so it, it doesn't overstay its welcome, you learn the mechanics in that time, and it's like, I think if it went on for like four or five hours, you'd probably get a bit sick of it, a bit bored of it, but yeah. it tells this nice, coherent, short story, the humour's on point, and um, the mechanics, you know, remain the same throughout the game. Um, you're having to control just these basic bodily functions like blinking and breathing in and out. Um, at one point, you have to drive a car, which which is probably uh, the best part of the game. Um, um, you have to, Yeah. So just uh, to to um, make it clear, 
the instead of like co-op where you're pushing buttons to control the arms and stuff, you're doing things like breathing in and breathing out. Yeah, but you're also controlling his arms and legs. Yeah, I just he's, mean like it's walking, it's more like, extensive than mm. that, and so you can you can yeah, fuck yeah, up by forgetting to breathe in, and you'll go all blue, and then yeah. so it's his mad um, <laughs> sort of set of mini games that are not really balanced against each other. You're just constantly like flipping yeah, through it's functions, like micromanaging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like even when you're driving the car, you still have to remember to have to blink and breathe in and out, etc., etc. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. I mean, check it out. Um, I don't know. It'll be on PC. But I don't know if it's on PlayStation. Um, I think I think it's actually on sale on PlayStation at the moment as well. Yeah, um, check it out. Yeah, like, they've got a digital sale on, um, yeah. and I think it's there's a buy one get one free sale on on PSN at the moment. It might be yeah. part of that as well. Yeah, it's, it's it's good if you're looking for a few hours of fun and something different, something novel. And just, you know, something that's for a laugh in terms of its mechanics and, and its writing and its uh, narration and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, um, check that out. Uh, two more things. Ooh. Two more games on. Do, do one about. and we'll have a beer. Yeah. Okay. I'll just quickly speak about this one first and then we can have a beer. Cause All right. I would never deny you from cracking open a beer. <laughs> Are you only <laughs> so, done, Ben? Yeah, yeah, I, really like that. yeah. I guess I was really talking to Wildlands for, for a, a billion You were, years. yes, yeah. you were. Talking yeah. that. Um, The first one that I want to talk about, I'm just quickly got over this one because I've just started playing this uh, afternoon, is the third Box Box Boy game. No, it's Box Boy, the third one, which is called Bye Bye Box Boy. <laughs> it's really confusing because the first one's called Box Boy, the second one. Box Box Boy, and this one's Bye Bye Box Boy. And from the name, you can tell it's the last Box Boy. And I'm gutted because these are really good platformers. And basically, the sole purpose of my 3DS at this point is to play Box Boy games. Mm. But yeah, I've, I've um, started that, got a few worlds in, and I love it. I'm just gutted that it's the last one. But, um, but yeah, we'll crack open a beer now. Not some, it, it, before we mm? do, it yeah. didn't. Uh, was it you that had mentioned that Box Boy was possibly coming to Switch? No, I wanted it to, but maybe that's why went. I read that you wanted yeah. it to come to yeah, Switch. Yeah, I, I wanted it, but but it's, it'll be a good send off on my 3DS to just give it a Viking funeral and just send it off to sea because I'll never use that again anymore. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Shame. I think it's maybe something Nintendo are doing as well. Mm. Kind of seems that maybe it's going to go the way of the Vita and be a little well, bit it, less supported now that their um yeah. their hybrid home and handheld console has um has been released. They need to because otherwise, what's the point of the Switch? Because okay, you know the Wii U, anything that was in de- development for Wii U, which um a game I want to talk about after this possibly was um. They're not going to bring that to the Wii U anymore. They've stopped production on the mm. Wii U. They've stopped supporting the Wii U. That The Switch will have the console side of things, but in terms of getting that, you know, it's of a dual function, taking it out in the go. You have to get those sort of, you know, those JRPGs that everybody loves, Fire Emblem and all that, and mm. Monster Hunter, you have to get those on it. So stop supporting the 3DS already. And, yeah, but... 
that's a topic for another day, I guess. Uh, I know they've um, is it I am set sooner, which released yeah, end of last was... year. I think that came to Switch, didn't it? Yeah, the day and date it came on. Um, yeah, but I'm not a JRPG fan, so it means not a lot to me. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, apparently, it's, I think, I'm sure it's like double the price on Switch than day one. <laughs> you could get it on like Vita and stuff like that. But when you've literally got nothing to play, that's another game I finished: Super Bomb Man R. Well, that was a disappointment. Oh so no! Even go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you got nothing else to play on the console, you yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. I'm going to crack open this beer. I'll talk about it first, Adam, so you've got some time to... To chug? To catch up. To, well, yeah, to, to bang it back. Um, we are drinking, Adam and myself, as our second beer, the Good Chemistry Brewing Kokomo Weekend. Oh. As all good chemistry beers do, it comes in a 660ml bottle. Yes. It's uh, 7% volume. They say about this beer, an IPA drenched in sunshine and saturated with tropical flavour. Pineapple, passion fruit and mango dominate this. Ooh, dominate, but this is all from the hops. Grab a glass and come mambo by the pool. And, as good chemistry always do, they put some percentages on, and it's 73% palm trees, 60% steel drums, and 82% yacht rock. What the fuck is yacht rock? Duran uh, no Duran maybe <laughs> they've been on a boat in a video maybe uh, um, I, I will note that no they idea. also have their um, ABCDE percent percentages which is uh, 91% hoppiness 71% yes. maltiness 30% bitterness 43% sweetness and 36% body yeah really hoppy then yeah too much sweetness not enough bitterness we shall see. That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> I think that's I the, I think that's the uh, nice guys finish last comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Lucy, what's your second beer? Um, my second beer is... Um, it's from Crate Brewery. Ooh. Ooh. It's a watermelon wheat. And I don't know if you saw my face probably about two minutes ago when I cracked it open, but um, it's, it had a very repulsive smell to it. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like used nappies Whoa. mixed with carling. It doesn't smell great. Wait, but couldn't you just say it's all carling? About the taste. <laughs> Plus the, mix, the, the used nappies, so... It's even worse than just carling, so didn't smell great, but we'll see what the taste is like. Um, I'm getting a hit of um, that that um, tropical fruit sweetness, and it's much much more sweet and smooth um, than the verdant. It's it's de- I mean the verdant was definitely a, a mango smelling lo- uh, beer, while this yes I'm getting a lot more of the passion fruit out of it. Although right at the mm. end of the nose, mm. I do smell that familiar mangoness and I say familiar just because that's what I've been having for the past 40 minutes or whatever definitely it, it's got the smell to me um, of of sort of kids fromage frais yogurts you know, like the fruity sort of fromage frais and just mm. having a flashback to early childhood it's just got it, I think it's that, that passion fruit 
Yeah. It's, I mean, really I, I don't have a, a fucking clue what you're talking notes. about, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, no, you, you may not have had small yogurts as a child. Oh, I, I might have. Um, we had yop. Yeah, okay. yeah, we yeah, had yeah. But, but, but yeah. that's it. We had yop. Next time you're in the supermarket, find some kids from our fromage fray yogurts. Don't buy them. Just have a look at them. See what they look like. And, and, and so surreptitiously yeah. poke a hole in the foil or whatever it's it contained in, yeah. so I can give it a smell. I mean, it's it, this is it's a nice smell, but as you say, it's very sweet. It's very fruity. It's also there's not uh, there there's none of the um, sort of bitter tones at all. Although to be fair, the verdant didn't have much, but it was. I think because it was a, a very much mostly a mango, it was a much rounder flavor. Well, this is so smooth. Um, mm. I noticed you took a sip. Um, why don't you tell us what you taste while I taste mine? Yes, um, flavor-wise, it's very similar to the nose. Oh, a wow. A little more subdued. It's not quite as powerful as the nose is. You don't quite get the, the fruity punch of the nose, but it's a very similar taste. Um, like the nose, almost zero bitterness. Just a little at the end, I think. bitterness on the front. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because the verdant, well, you had that bitterness in the verdant. Mm. I think I'm still, I feel like I'm, that's sort of bought over from that more so than than this beer. Um, You know the generic banana taste? Yeah, Yeah, that kind of bubblegummy type banana. uh, Am I getting a a sense of that? It's not quite as banana-y, but that sort of... I hate to say it, but that that um, flat tropical fruit sort of yes, yes, yes. Um, that that's sort of not immediate and fades away, but it 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 sits there for most of the taste. Mm, mm. It's very easy to drink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, another another very smooth beer. This is definitely a beer almost, I would introduce um, Mr. Adam Thomas to because yeah, it doesn't have I the trademark so. biz, uh, bitterness to to it, but it's got a lot of like it's got quite a unique taste. Yeah, mm, it's got a lot of flavour to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Lucy, how's the crate? Does it taste better um, than it smells? Yeah, it definitely tastes better than it smells. Good. Um, if you don't inhale just before you <laughs> go for a sip, I tried it, but I didn't inhale. <laughs> Uh, it, it's it's a bit sour, um, hmm. which I wasn't expecting too much of. It tastes a bit like a saison. Okay. It's, um, it's got a bit of fizz, a bit of hoppiness to it. Um, it's got that very dank and funky kind of uh-huh. flavour to it. Um, but yeah, I, I can't get over that smell, man. It's with the- it's, it's not it, it's not very inviting. Um, mm-hmm. With the taste in your mouth, is the smell a sort of less off-putting, or is it still sort of? No, once you're uh, once you're tasting it, you, you don't really get the smell. But it's just just before you just get that waft. It smells a bit like white lightning as well. It's just oh. it's just not very good. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but, um, again, I'm going to have to profess but, but, ignorance. What is white lightning? Really, really cheap. Is it cider? It's meant to be cider. Yeah, re- it's ugh, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, it used to be. Uh, White Lightning was one of those when you're 14, and yeah. you can buy yourself a three liter bottle for one pound fifty. 
Yeah. Um, that that was my drink of choice at uni. Basically, if you want to destroy <laughs> oh, your liver forever. Three liters? Yeah, yeah, man, you get it in and a giant like three bottle. Pound. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, if you, if you threw it on, like, the pavement, you'd see it sizzling away. <laughs> you just, it just corrode it. Just burns oh, your insides out. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, this wine is a watermelon wheat, this, but I guess the flavour in watermelon is really quite understated anyway. Cause yeah, yeah. For me, it just tastes like water, watermelon, so... You're not really getting too much of the watermelon. I mean, you're getting a bit of sweetness from that wheat at the end. It's a, it's not, it's a bit sour, but it's not overwhelmingly so. Yeah, um, I was going good for me. Watermelon, watermelon does have a, a, a hint of sweetness to it. Yeah. As you say, Lucy, it, it, it's it's a, a very sort of flat, watery kind of flavour. But again, yeah. with the wheat, the wheat you'd think would have a sweetness to it. So you kind of imagine yeah. that these two things put together would just give you a much sweeter kind of flavour. Yeah, um, you do get that on the on the end, um, but initially you do get that quite sour and tart taste to it. As I say, it's it's a lot like a saison. But um, I mean, if you maybe it's just my perception, but this, it doesn't smell great. But if you can get over that, I think there's you know fairly decent beer um, behind it, so it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But before we walk away from the beers, I just wanted to say that now that I think the verdant has sort of left my palate, um, I'm I'm noticing a lot more depth to the tropical fruit flavors. So originally I was talking about that sort of flat, generic, banana-y sort of f- fruit gummy, generic tropical flavor, and I'm getting yeah. a lot more on these subsequent sips uh, of sort of the interplay between the passion fruit and the mango going on. So. Yeah, it may be a case of the prior beer be, um, having too much strength over this one. I just wanted to, to to say that. Yeah, possibly. I mean, normally I've uh, with these two beers, I hadn't had them in the fridge for very long before bringing them up to um, record with. Um, but ha- having a very quick Twitter conversation um, with somebody last week who um, had tweeted at Good Chemistry, they had a picture of uh, the Kokomo weekend. And I mentioned, oh, I've got one of those on the shelf. And the, the gentleman that I was chatting to said, oh, I think I'd probably chilled mine a little too long. And it, it, mm. it, it kind of affected the taste a little too much. And he said he'd had it in for about an hour, 50 minutes. So I only had mine in for maybe 45 minutes um, in the fridge. So it's it, it's cool. It's not warm by any stretch. Mm. It's kind of cool, which is maybe why I'm getting that reminiscent kind of flavor to the uh to a fromage fray type thing it's not blisteringly cold you know it's mm. not a refreshing kind of cold yeah. beer on a hot day i wish you would it's pass a, that along a, to me because that's been in all day for me has it i thought oh no did i not tell you you're you've got the twitter as well you can have a look this is why i wish um breweries, <laughs> Fuck um, you. Would... <laughs> just admit you didn't pass the information on don't fucking push the blame on me <laughs> get out of here get out of here yeah i know you, you, you were gonna say lucy you wish yeah. that they'd put on sort of a a temperature serve guide that, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. serve at four degrees or something it would help so much you know and it's like that's the difference between never picking up that beer again and you know thinking oh i like this it could be i mean Adam, it'd, it'd be nice to know for you having the, the beer in for a longer time um because it's a bigger bottle and you're, you're, you're going to sit there with it for a little while, whether you think that 
the, the flavour now is any different to maybe once it's warmed up slightly in, in sort of 20 minutes, half an hour kind of time, if you've still got any. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, that I've only poured one glass, so I definitely will make a note of, of, of really pay attention to the final sips to see if, if I think remarkably different things. Um, yes. I, I'll try and say something at the end of the pod as well. Um, just someone remind me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's jump back to you then, Lucy. You had another game. Yeah, yeah, just quickly because, um, you know, it's not actually a game I own. Um, it's it was it's the a game you stole. To... <laughs> yes, I stole it off Nintendo. Um, right from the offices in Japan. <laughs> but it's, um, I think that, yeah, they had a global test fire. That's what they call a beta. Yeah. That's what Nintendo, okay. N- Nintendo are always confusing, so, you know, they always have to make up stupid names. But, um, but yeah, it was Mario. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was named after the, uh, the guy in the warehouse, though, wasn't yeah, it? So. Anyway, um, bit of Nintendo history for you there. Um, but yeah, the, they they have it at select times over the, over this weekend, Friday to Sunday, um, in one hour slot. So there was one. I think there was one on Friday. Well, there might have been two, but I wasn't going to wake up at one a.m. to play some Sims. But um, but yeah, I played probably about four hours over the, in total over the weekend. That's Splatoon two, and it's just it's, it's just it just brings a smile to your face. Um, that game. I mean. Am I the only one here who had a Wii U? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and just to be um, clear, we're talking about yeah. us and all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and all of their friends. But, um, yeah, because I owned a Wii U, and um, I, I owned it before Splatoon came out, and I played the... Um, Global test fire, the beta that they had for the first Splatoon, and I was like, "This game's just fun," but I'm never gonna plug in my Wii U Period. to play this ever. Mm. So I thought, "There's no point in me buying this," and I don't regret it. But there's a part of me that feels sad about it because uh, it's a great game. It's colourful. It's bright. It's it's novel. It's new. It's it's a good online shooter. You don't find many of those now. Um, and it's like I'm glad it was a success basically and now that they've made um, Splatoon 2 which could have possibly been a Wii U game but who knows because it doesn't seem like there's a lot different mm. um, I mean the debate is only like I think it was only like one map etc etc and one mode um, but it, I don't know if they're going to do much more with it but they had such a good platform and a good formula in the first one there's not really any need to so i'm glad that they're bringing it back and the fact that it's on a switch and you can play it on the toilet <laughs> it's like it's brilliant <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant still not fond of the motion control though so well, because you're on the fucking longer. loo you don't want to be leaping off of the ball <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> oh. i know that uh i know that splatoon won quite a few awards sort of for you know family friendly kind of games and, and and for shooters um in those kind of genres last not last year maybe the year before yeah i think it before? was 2015 mm. yeah yeah, yeah um, does this kind of just feel like uh, you know like a, a 
a rehash of the of the first game, or um, do you think there's enough different in there that it's going to entice people to actually pick it up? That's the thing because I don't. I'm not sure because the beta was only like one one mode yeah, and one yeah. map, but so it'll be interesting to see what Nintendo are doing. Like maybe Nintendo Direct have a Splatoon two Nintendo Direct because this game's big, especially in Japan, and it's like. I'm, I don't know how much they'll change. Um, I mean, is there is there a need to change? A because it was good the first time round. B, I think people would just be more be happy for more Splatoon. And C, not a lot of people experience the first Splatoon, so putting all these different modes and maps and features etc. in it when it's going to be a new audience coming to it, is there really a need for that? Or are they yeah. just trying to please the old um, audience? Which they should, because those are the people who supported it in the first place. But is it a should problem they be putting in new extra and extra content? No, no, it wouldn't be. But, um, I, but I don't think it's going to be that different, because I, I still think there's going to be the awkwardness that it was when Splatoon first launched. I mean, there were features in there that should have been there day one, but weren't. I think it will probably be the same with Splatoon 2. Um, but yeah, all I know is that there's a new weapon. I don't particularly like it that much, but there's a new weapon. So that completely changes, well, not completely, but it changes the dynamic of each map um, and each level and each mode, you know, in a, in a significant way. Because... Mm. Um, Although it's not a great diversion, it's still a new weapon and they have to balance that, etc. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. I know that um, Splatoon, as you say, Lucy, they sort of bought out additional content throughout the year. And, you know, a new gun would release, they'd have a, um, a special weekend. They used to do weekends, which was like cats versus dogs. Are you yeah. on the cat team? Are you on the dog team? And, and uh, you know little events and things like that and then introduce a new weapon during something like that or give you some exclusive apparel that you could dress your little squid human up yeah, in squid, squid squidling or yeah or yeah so it'd be interesting inkling, inkling, inkling that's it yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to know whether they'll take a similar approach to splatoon 2 and it's kind of they've got lots of stuff which will roll out through the year you know additional weapons yeah. and new maps and lots of events that they're going to keep doing, or whether they've looked at Splatoon and gone, well, we could have done things a little bit different. Maybe we weren't as feature-rich as we should have been sort of for the release. But, you know, <sighs> Nintendo have gone in a very different direction with the Switch yeah. as they went in with the Wii U. Although lots of things from the Wii U you can see in the Switch, you know, having the, 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 mm. the, the screen as sort of a handheld and... You can actually take it out of the house this time, which is a, a big bonus. Uh, but it's are they sort of so set in their ways that they've gone? Well, here's Splatoon. Mm. We're just going to do Splatoon two for the new console, which is going to roll out in exactly the same way as yeah, Splatoon did. I'd hope not. I'd hope not. But I don't know. We haven't heard much. I think. I think it's all it'll live and die by whatever Nintendo Direct they have. Yeah. They're like, this is Splatoon 2, this has this and this and has this. I'd like a more, well, I didn't play the original one, but I'd like, you know, a bigger, longer, um, sounds wrong, uh, campaign mode. <laughs> oh, campaign, so, campaign. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I'd rather, 
I don't know, because, as I say, it's a bit hard to gauge when it's just a beta and you don't know if if this is... Because usually if a beta, you have um, pretty much the full thing in there, you know? So like, yeah. You want to test everything, but um, I'm guessing this is a bit further out. Um, I don't mm. see this coming before maybe June or something like that. Yeah. And... I don't know. It's all dependent on Nintendo. We'll see. Nintendo are in a weird place right now where you don't know how what Nintendo they're going to be mm-hmm. um, over the next year or two or three because this could be a year where like Metroid is announced and Virtual Console comes and all your games are free, etc. Or this could just be Nintendo of old. We don't know. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to it see. It will be, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting for the people who don't have a Switch as well to see kind of what it, there's going to be to entice them to to pick a console up. You know, a lot of people would have picked one up because they want to play Zelda, and a lot of people would have picked one up because they want to pick up the new hardware as it's released. They want to be early adopters for these things. People would have picked it up because they love Nintendo. So you're going to get maybe, you know, a release every three months, which is going to be like a big yeah. event, and Splatoon, you would imagine, would be one of those to try yeah, and draw really people yeah. in to pick the console up as well. So, yeah, an interesting year, definitely, for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, so I feel I've let you two uh, rabbit on about the games you've been playing because I've really not played very much. I'm kind <laughs> of in my post-giant open-world mm. lull. Um, I've finished Horizon, and I've kind of bounced off a couple of games and I've, I've just played, you know, maybe half an hour of of, uh, of a few games. Uh, Mother Russia Bleeds. Oh, how was that? Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to yeah. touch it. Uh, it's brutal, and it's very difficult, which oh, is maybe why I bounced off it a little bit. Um, yeah. And also Hyper Light Drifter, which is brutal and very difficult, which is maybe why I bounced <laughs> off it a little bit. Um, I was playing Tearaway. It was nice. It was light. Mm. You weren't pressured into doing anything. But I bounced off that as well. I didn't kind of want that. And I go into something that's a little bit harder. And I kind of don't want that either. And I'm just a bit... I've given you... I I am. I've given Adult Horizon. I kind of want to put Horizon back in the machine and just go around (laughs) and kill dinosaurs. (laughs) It's ruined the game. Um, I I think where you're at is that you... you, you, It's it's the time um, versus, like, difficulty craving... Yes. Yeah. Like, um, you don't have a lot of time, so you'll get frustrated quicker because you know you don't have a lot of time, but you still want to... You're not a casual gamer. You don't want to just see sprites dance around and, and sort of vaguely guide them. Um, yeah, completely. I, I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why I'm liking Wildlands even by myself on the harder difficulty is because I'm I'm getting a bit of a challenge. The only reason I didn't put in Horizon is because I knew I would probably not make the pod because I'd be like... Uh, dinos. Um, so, I'm sick. Uh, uh, yeah, dinosaur, so, yeah, I'm going to call in sick to this <laughs> podcast that we do for free because we like doing it. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I, I've, been, I've totally been where you are, where it's like, I've, and especially after you've just oh, sort yeah. of finished a, like I was there last week. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> play anything. And now I've played like, I finished like eight games in a week. So. I don't know if I yeah. finished eight games. <laughs> Ever, I haven't played a lot this year in comparison, but but yeah. Um, so Ever. your your in, new in your new uh, mission, your Lucy, um, mm-hmm. is you need to finish in twenty seventeen 
365. Sorry, you need to play 365 games. I think you can do it. I can it. do that. Yeah. I want to finish them. I can play one. I can just look at the opening sequence. That's playing. No, no, no. You need to. You need excited. to be legitimately playing them. And if you don't want to finish it, that's fine. You just need to track them to see mm. how close to 365 you get. Oh, I could do that. Jesus. I'm not going to. But I can do that. <laughs> yes, we all could do that. I played a lot of games last year. I don't know how I played this time, but I think you're you're probably easily on point. Oh, I think I'm going to try and finish yeah. a game this year. That'd be good. Yeah. Make Battlefield, Battlefield 1. You can't it. finish that game. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it finishes you. It does. Um, let's let's finish ourselves oh, dear. off. No, wait a minute. Let's finish the podcast oh, oh, for the week. Oh, oh. Um, That's better. We'll jump, we'll jump to beers. Uh, Lucy, you had two. The crates... Yes. And the first one, which I've forgotten. Uh, it is the numero uno from Flying Dog. That's it. Yes, the Flying yes. Dog. And my favourite is just that, the numero uno. Okay. One for today. Um, yeah, as you said, it's a very pleasant. Is this area. one of those it's everybody loves Raymond things? I've never watched that show. Yeah, but like it's everyone did because they assumed that it was good because everyone loves Raymond. Are you just picking it because it's number one? No, <laughs> if, if there was another beer here, it probably wouldn't be number one, depending on what that other beer was. It's just that that smell from that watermelon wheat was just, it's too much. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, the, that's my number one for today, the numero uno. Um, yeah, it's not quite desperate, it's not quite a ginger beer, it's, it's a nice, smooth drinking pop. <laughs> or, sorry, this is Birmingham talk. Um, fizzy drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, Adam, let's let's move to you, man. Which uh, oh, uh, which do you think out of the two is the is the best? It's a difficult one this week for these two beers. Yeah, and, and I did say I would have a taste once it's warmed up. Yes. We wait in anticipation. Yes. Yeah, the verdant was definitely covering over yeah. some of the taste. I think yes, the yeah. bitterness was was blocking like some of the um, tropical flavors. So my initial idea, where I sort of um, said uh, before we move on, I think I need to take back that sort of flat, sort of staid banana-ish flavor. It was was not on point. I think that's correct. I'm I'm not getting that flavor at all. Uh, I'm getting. Um, Maybe the pineapple, but there's very there's so little tartness on this that I I, I yeah, don't really very. sense mm. the pineapple that they're claiming. But I definitely sense that, like there's something other than just mango and passion fruit going on. Um, but it's really delicate or not delicate, it, light. That's the word. Light, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and honestly, um, I'm gonna go with the verdant, not the good chemistry, because I I do like. Um, the bigger kick, the sort of heartier mm. flavor that comes along with the more pronounced hops of of the Verdant IPA. Um, but like I said, it's a tough decision. They're both really tasty beers, and they're both sort of they've got that tropicaliness, so they're really good for a lovely sunny day that today was. Um, but I just yeah. I like a little more boisterous 
beer normally, and I guess there wasn't quite enough going on to outweigh the lack of boisterousness in the in the Kokomo. But again, yeah, high I, competition. I, again, another week where I completely agree. I liked that little bit of bitterness that the Verdant gave you. It was a nice flavor. The Kokomo is also a nice flavor, and there is some some excellent stuff going on. But I just kind of, as you did, I wanted that little more of a kick. And the Verdant just gave you that. It gave you a little bit of bitterness towards the end. Uh, and it just it just kind of gives a little bit more. Um, so I agree that the, the Verdant uh, this week just sort of stands out a little more than the Kokomo Weekend. But both very nice beers, unlike Lucy. <laughs> Who's not a nice beer, that bitch? <laughs> they're all right, they're all right. But, but, you know, I'd, I'd give them both probably on a good day, three out of five. Okay. Bad day. But they're but they're but they're neck and neck. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. So if you've had any four of these beers, if you've had any four of these beers, that doesn't really kind of make sense. If you've had any of these beers, four of them in total, you should let us know. You can get us. Don't don't. You can get us on Twitter at tankedup underscore cast. You can get me at Nova underscore 47. Adler's at the Omni Arc. Lucy is at Beerresistible underscore or Indie Marathon. No Perfect. underscore. Um, you can get us on all of the gaming systems. Again, I'm Nova 47. Nova underscore 47, my apologies. Adler's at the Omniarch. No, he's not. There's no app. Fuck, what's going on? <laughs> I can't say things which make sense. It was about 600 and And uh, Lucy it's is it's it. Juicy yeah, Loose yeah, yeah. 9? 70%. Lucy's Juicy yes, Loose, I am. Yes, yes. I am indeed. Good. My friend Code, as you say, I still haven't figured um. out. So. <laughs> 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 haven't even found it yet, let alone the time and, to read it out. It's longer than Pi. Mmm, <laughs> Pi. Um, if you have things to say to us that are longer than 140 characters, free, feel free to email us at tanktopcast at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page, Tanked Up Cast. Uh And, of course, visit us all at outoflives.net. Um, yes. And, as always, uh, we would really appreciate if you gave us a review and rating on the iTunes, as that is what podcasts feed on. Num, 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 num. They do indeed. Yes, please go and do that. So, for another week, we have been tanked up. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Ciao. Cheers. Yeah, a bit of a standoff there, Lucy. <laughs> I do. I did enjoy that standoff. That's that was good. like using any first. <laughs> I like that you're trying to mix it up a bit. Hey, it's Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hello. You alright? Yeah, pretty good. Have you only just seen her? Yeah. Oh, right. It was all like Snowflake. My pretty little Snowflake. <laughs> I don't remember that song. Who I sings that? I don't know what that song is. Oh, it's like proper old. Um, let me see. It is Jim Reeves.